0: Fam, welcome to the Prescription for Change podcast. Are you a working professional, busy mom, and tirelessly trying to bring your A game in your career? Do you prioritize your family and their needs before your own, leaving little to no time for self care? Do you secretly fantasize about the days you are at your physical peak and confident with your body and in your skin? Are you tired and struggling with the never ending journey to better nutrition, physical fitness, and mental health? If you answered yes to any of these questions, then this podcast is for you. I am your host, Dr. Michelle, board certified physician, mom of two, and your health coach. This podcast will transform the way you think about food and your health, so you can break away from perfection paralysis and finally start to live your life intentionally. Let's get started. Hey fam, thanks for joining me again for another episode. This week you are in for a real treat, and I know I say that about every episode, but this one I'm really excited about because it is one of my favorite things to talk about, which is food, and I have said many times that I'm a self-proclaimed foodie. And love to just try different things and be able to um, experience different cuisines and actually cook um, in different ways and learn from that as well. But that isn't something that I started out doing. It is something that was definitely learned and became a habit just from taking a small intentional step. So, one small change a 1% shift that has now become a lifelong habit and has really helped to not only expand my palate and change my taste buds, but really help me to appreciate the food that I'm eating. So this is usually the last um, step. This is the food should be the last step. And most programs or Diets that people venture into as they're starting over, or trying to get a reset, or trying to reach their health goals, start out with the food first. But I've talked about the many reasons why this doesn't really work out. But today is a treat because I'm going to give you just a little bit more than, um, you know, a little tip here and there. This is really going to be the meat. And so, this is one of the things that I was able to change, again, not right away, it was the later stage of um, when I had ventured into my own health journey. But when I started out, part of my struggle, the biggest part of my struggle was the food piece of it because I didn't have my mind right, I wasn't moving my body right, and so the food just didn't fall into place. But one of the things that is a small shift you know, people will say just eat healthy, don't go through a drive-through, you know, eat all these veggies and fruits, but that doesn't seem appetizing to most people because we think about veggies and fruits or produce in a way that typically is not really prepared that great or you're not really sure what to do with it or maybe it's something that you haven't really seen. But for me the biggest thing was that I realized that I was eating food that wasn't always in season and as lame or mundane as that may sound, that makes a huge difference in your food palate, your taste buds, how you appreciate food, how you're able to prepare it. Eating food in season was one of the smallest steps that I could take or changes in my health. Really a seemingly simple thing. Um all it takes is a little bit of planning, a little bit of thinking ahead, but really not much. And the prep is so much easier because it's food that's readily available. So what is eating in season? It's a sustainable way of changing your eating habits that has health advantages. And the reason it has health advantages is what I'm going to get into today. So it's a very small step that you can take that will change your health in such a huge way and have such a positive impact On how you move forward in your health. And it's going to be positive because then the way that we eat food and experience food is going to be very different. So it's no longer just, let me get this down because I need to get in the recommended amount of veggies and fruits for the day. It's going to be, this is what you want to eat. This is what you want to have as part of your meal for today because it's something that you're going to enjoy. And again, the biggest thing that Um, or the goal at the end is being able to have this appreciation for food and understanding where it's coming from, and then how it's going to serve you, right? So I eat because I enjoy eating. So we all have to eat to sustain, to live to um, get stronger for us to be able to do the things that we want to do. But we're not always eating in a very conscious way. Sometimes we just pick up whatever it is that we can, and you know the the biggest factor, one of the biggest factors aside from time is cost. People say cost too much, it's too expensive to eat healthy, but it really doesn't have to be. So this is why I love this so much and why I get so excited about it and why I'm probably going to have to rein myself in from going off on a tangent because again, it's something that is so simple. But um, I save it for the end in my coaching program because it's not easy to do unless you kind of have the other pieces in place, the other pillars that I talk about. So I'm going to give you this nugget. And you can listen back on this episode again, because um, it's one of the things that's really going to help you move the needle in your health. So the, why even bother eating seasonally? So there a lot of different reasons. The biggest thing for me, again, is the taste. Everything just tastes better when it's in season. So I'll use um, cantaloupe as an example, because that's one of my favorite fruits to eat. But if you're not eating it in season, it really just tastes horrid. So if someone is eating cantaloupe for the first time, or you're like, okay, I'm going to try something new, I'm going to expand my palate, I'm going to try to change my taste buds, like Dr. Michelle said, and then you have cantaloupe out of season, then it's really not going to taste good. And you're probably not probably more than likely won't want to ever eat it again. And you would have written cantaloupe off as something that you just don't like. You tried it, it didn't taste good. So now it's off the list and you probably won't eat it again. The reason why um, in restaurants too, and there are a lot of like farm to tables, and those are usually my favorite places to eat because farm to table is going to be the the freshest food. It's gonna be whatever's in season. The menu changes depending on the season because you're getting things fresh from the farm, locally grown, um, from a farmer's market. So those are all the things that are gonna help. But the taste is the main thing. I I always say I love to enjoy my food. The the thing that needs to happen is that it has to taste good. If it doesn't taste good It's not prepared properly and you can make almost anything taste good as long as you know how to cook it. But that's really important. So it tastes better because when you're getting it in season, you're not picking it early and then trying to preserve it and like ship it on a truck or on a plane or however else it needs to get to where it needs to go and then having it ripen off of the vine when it's locally grown, or you're eating fresh produce, you're allowing it to ripen as it naturally would on the vine or before it's picked. And so the color is going to be a lot more vibrant. When the color is more vibrant, you know that it's a lot more nutrient dense, which is another reason why you want to eat seasonally. The The color of food isn't just pretty, it tells you something about what the food is going to provide, what nutrients it gives you. So typically, orange produce is going to give you a lot of vitamin C, or you may even have some um, B vitamins in there. So things that are citrusy, like oranges are going to be high in vitamin C. There are other ones that, that aren't orange or yellow as well that will give you vitamin C, but it usually the color will tell you something about the food that you're eating and what you need to get. So I always say when you eat the rainbow, it's going to give you a variety of different minerals and vitamins that your body needs so that you're not sticking to just one color. And you're not you're not missing out on all of the other nutrients that food is going to provide. So eating fresh, it tastes better, the color is more vibrant, you're getting a lot more nutrient dense food. And so you're going to give your body a lot more of what it needs and um, get a lot more bang for your buck. So the other uh, main thing why you want to eat seasonally is that it's less expensive. Again, when you are eating, you know, I'd love to eat strawberries year round. But if I'm eating it in the winter, it doesn't taste as good. It's not as juicy. It's not as red. They're a little bit more dull. And they spoil a lot easier because now they've been picked earlier. They're typically going to be on a truck to, you know, get shipped or delivered to wherever it needs to go to your local grocery store. And then, you know, you're getting this bland tasting food, not as nutrient dense, though so some of the nutrients have been sucked out of it. And it hasn't been allowed to ripen or grow appropriately as it normally would. So it's not ready um, when it's being shipped. So food that you know, it costs money to have to ship things across the country um, and be able to um, get it into your local stores. So If you have a farmer's market, and typically, you know, in my area from, I would say May, usually is when they open up, maybe even April now, um, straight through until the end of November, right before Thanksgiving, we have our farmer's market that's local and open. And, you know, lots of different farms that are around, but the farmer's market is a great way because you have different vendors coming in with, you know, from their own farms or whatever they're growing locally, and it's going to be more fresh. It's not going to be these giant, you know, produce that you would see or that you may get in a grocery store um, because it's typically not being genetically modified, but you're going to get a better taste and it's going to be less expensive because it didn't take anything it's not traveling anywhere to get to you um and when it tastes better or you're getting it that way you can um prepare it in a way you can always look up recipes or see you know what things what are your favorite uh flavor palettes or what things you like to combine or if you want to do more like soups or stews or you know, however you want to do it, but you could always look up recipes and see the best thing. I always enjoy doing that too, or even just experimenting, trying different things. Um, if it's something that is a little bit more exotic as far as a produce, you may not want to venture out with that first, especially if you're not really into cooking or you may get intimidated in the kitchen. But like I said. Um, you know I had a whole episode on just keeping it simple and what are some staples I typically have in my pantry so that I can um season my food and you know if you're using just a few simple things like two or three things you can have a really delicious um meal or side dish. So those are the main reasons why I eat seasonally, and why I love to go to a farm to table or something, you know, one of those restaurants that are fresh, because those chefs are getting the fresh food, they're getting it at its best, they're getting it, um, you know, they're not plucked too early, and it's allowed to ripen. And so you're going to get the, the best, freshest tasting food that's not as expensive. So here's where the real fun comes in. I've given you the why. So four really good reasons why eating seasonally is going to be just a small thing that you can change that's really going to help shift your health in a positive way. But now I'm going to give you the how. So this is really key. And you want to keep it fun. Things that I always try to involve my kids because I also want them to be part of this process as well and learning how to do these things a lot sooner than I did. I learned this much later in life, obviously. But by involving them, I'm getting them, you know, they have some skin in the game. They're, you know, going out and they're picking some of the produce. I tell them to try a different um, fruit or veggie from a different color of the rainbow. So it makes it, you know, I give them that little assignment, and it makes it a little bit more fun, because then, you know, they're selecting the food. It's not just I'm saying, eat this when it's on their plate, they're getting to see the whole process from beginning to end. So that really makes a big difference as well, even for yourself, as you're selecting food, Um, you're looking at, you know, where it's coming from, what farm it came from, you're looking at um, how the food looks, how the color is, is it vibrant? Um, And then that's going to really affect your, you know, once you plan out your recipe, and you cook the food, you're going to be able to appreciate that whole process a lot more because you saw it from beginning to end. So same thing for kids is that they're watching everything, they're getting a chance to be able to explore and experiment with different tastes, and maybe even try some things that they wouldn't have tried before. So that's the whole goal is to be able to expand your palate in a different way. And you may surprise yourself as far as you know, I, you know, some people will say I don't eat veggies, or I don't eat this, or I would never eat that. But again, it's likely because you just haven't had it cooked in a way that tastes good, so that you can appreciate it. So being able to get your kids involved in the process as well, is usually something that's helpful. Because the whole family is involved, and it just makes it a little bit more fun. But in doing that, you also want to make sure that you're not overcomplicating it. So again, if you're not, you know, uh, you don't consider yourself a, a chef, or you're not really, uh, don't really know your way around the kitchen, or don't really um, cook as well because you are intimidated by it. You want to keep things simple. You don't want to overcomplicate it. To so do something that really isn't going to take a lot of time. You can find a recipe that's, you know, 10 minutes or less. Prep is usually going to be very easy because you don't have to do a whole lot. I, um, as I've said before, like to roast things a lot or put them in the oven because it's very hands-off. But if you have a crock pot or Instapot or any of these other things, air fryers now, you can pretty much come up with a really tasty meal in a matter of minutes and still have it be um, healthy or something that isn't going to... um destroy the nutrients of the particular produce. So that is going to be one of the main things is just keeping it simple. Um, And that's what I like to do even now is like keeping it simple, I need to be able to have a meal, a complete meal for me and my family that's gonna not take up a lot of time because I'm busy, I have a lot of things to do. And I'm sure, just as you know, the rest of you are, as you're listening in, if you're anything like me, you're working, You're busy, um, you have kiddos or little ones who are around, and nobody really has time to sit in the kitchen all day long. So that is going to be one of the key things. Um, But then one of the the things that I've learned to do is I found a guide from one of the... um, From one of the vendors that I order from when I want fresh produce, if I'm not able to get out to the farmer's market or if I really. Don't want to have to pick through things in the grocery store to see like what's left, you know. Of the, the sometimes it just gets to be slim pickings, especially when it's food that's not in season. But um, one of the boxes that I order has a little guide that tells you how to best store food, so that's going to be really important. Um, how you um, eat seasonally so that you can keep the food. Um, it's going to ripen a lot faster and you want to be able to either eat it right away um or eat a lot of the produce cuz if you're buying it in season there's going to be a lot more of it so just be prepared to um eat you know that particular produce For a longer period of time, or know how to store it so that it doesn't spoil or go bad. Because if you're already buying produce, the whole why is so that it's cost effective. But if you're then throwing half of it in the trash because you didn't get to eat it fast enough, then that doesn't make any sense either. You're just kind of back to square one. So you're buying a lot more food at a lower cost and then throwing it out. So it's like throwing money in the trash. But knowing how to Preserve the food um, or keep it so that it's going to either stay fresh or that you can use it later on. Um, there are lots of produce that you can freeze. So, I know for me, for example, I love to, if I have an excess of greens, collard greens, or kale, or spinach, then I'll just put it in a um, freezer safe bag, put it in the freezer so that when I make smoothies or I have a recipe that requires any of those things, then I now have frozen spinach. So is it going to be better if I eat it fresh? Yes, but this is a great way to be able to, if I have excess of something, to save it and be able to use it later um, and still have some of the nutrients in it without it um, going to waste. So just learning how to preserve things. Um, But then also, this is typically where I like to get my kids involved as well, is like, learning how to store it and how to preserve it but then what are some of the things that we can do with the excess that we have so if i have bananas before they spoil or ripen um or overripe some people don't like when they're speckled or they get too mushy is that you can bake with it you can do lots of different things from breads and muffins casseroles quiches um oatmeal cups, there's so many different things that you can do. And again, just, you know, looking up a simple recipe is going to be a lifesaver on how to what are the different things or different ways that you can use some fresh produce. Um, So being able to get involved that way. Um, and using the the resources that you have so that you can continue to eat fresh. So as long as you don't mind, um, and typically, you know, when I'm buying produce, especially in the summertime, we like to eat a lot of uh, fresh produce as well. We don't really do a lot of the frozen things that we may in the winter or um, fall, but we find lots of ways to, if we're not just eating it fresh, lots of ways to um, preserve the food and use it. The kids love to bake. I That was how I started out when I was younger is just doing a lot of baking. So well before I learned how to actually cook, I used to bake a lot and would just find recipes or make up my own recipes or things that just made sense. And also just doing um, kind of trial and error. But there's so many different ways that you can incorporate fresh produce and eat seasonally, make it fun, find different things to do. And then, you know, you kind of have that variety, you get out of the mundane, repetitive um, meals that you're always eating. One of the things that I really didn't enjoy, and because I am such a foodie, and I love to eat is that you kind of get into a rut, you're eating the same things all the time, it's either the same food, or it's Prepared the same way. And sometimes it's just really hard to think out of the box. And every now and then I'll get into a rut as well. But like I said, I look up a new recipe or I'll make sure I go out of my way to um, find a different produce or try something new. Um, so I had jackfruit tacos for the first time. Um, And that was the first time I had experienced jackfruit. And this was um, not even a year ago yet. So I'd never had it before, didn't know how to prepare it, had no idea like what it was, what it provided, and then had it in this way that I never would have thought of um, and didn't initially think that it would taste good. But once you start doing or eating different ways and experimenting Um, with eating in season and different produce, then you kind of have a little bit more of an open mind and you're willing to do that. Now, if you're not used to eating seasonally and not used to cooking those things, are jackfruit tacos going to be the first thing you go to? Probably not. But after a while, after you've done, you know, some of the things that you're a little bit more familiar with and trying it in different ways, then it enables you to venture out a little bit more. So that's the thing. That's how it's going to shift the needle in your health in a positive way or have that positive impact is because you try one thing and you see, oh, that tasted really good. Or you try another thing and then you're a lot more willing to kind of go out there and try something completely different or something that you haven't heard of um, just because you know, okay, worked really well with the things I am more familiar with. I found a recipe that I like or a different way of cooking and appreciating that food. So now I can try something that's completely foreign to me and be a little bit more open to that. So that's going to be the main thing. This is one of my favorite, favorite topics because, um, again, it's food, but also just um, having that open mind and seeing even for myself how much I've changed as far as what I would have eaten five years ago and what I'm eating now, um, and how my kids are eating and, you know, I'm just really proud of them for having, um, you know, a little bit more know-how and experimenting with food. And they even try to come up with their own recipes or, oh, let's try this. Why don't we try putting it in this? Or maybe we could bake with this or, you know, we can combine recipes this way. So they're already, you know, little chefs and thinking outside of the box, you know, well before the time that that I was able to do that. And so that all just comes from having an open mind and um, learning how to kind of pick your produce, when to eat in season, and you can find seasonal guides and lists each month. Um, I know I always post those in my, um, private Facebook group and just going through like, okay, what's in season for this month. So I thought this would be a perfect, um, topic for today because, you know, we're just in the second day of summer And this is usually when you have a whole new set of fruits and veggies um, that people love. I love my summer produce, um, but I'm going to go out and try something different. I'm not sure what it is yet, but I'll have to go to the seasonal guide and see um, what's there or even just exploring at the farmer's market. And I'm going to make sure that I try something different, either um, already prepared or that I will prepare myself. So Hopefully you found this helpful. I know there's some nuggets in here that you can definitely use. And like I said, I never give away the the why and the how. So you got both of those today. But this is definitely a way uh, um, that you can change or positively impact your health in a way that you're going to feel good about um, and that your family can feel good about and that everyone can get behind. All right, y'all, that's all I have for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can always look back or listen back at the previous episodes and then make sure to join me every Thursday a new episode drops. Cheers to your health.